0: Welcome to Wicked Wisdom, a podcast presented by WICT Southern California with your host, Stephanie Kobian. Wicked Wisdom follows the same theme as Wicked, also known as Women in Cable Telecommunications, whose mission is to develop women leaders who transform our industry. Enjoy. Thank you everybody for listening to the Wicked Wisdom podcast presented by WICT Southern California. I am so excited for you to hear and listen to today's guest, uh, Nia Light, who I have known now probably for maybe a year and a half. She's been amazing. She's really been a part of the WIC Southern California chapter and just been really, you know, welcoming to new members and just welcoming to everybody. So um, welcome, Nia, to our podcast today.
1: Thank you, Stephanie. I'm so happy to be part of it.
0: So let's go ahead and get started. Let's just do a little bit about first about you. You're like a producer, a host, humanitarian. You're author, the power of your inner beauty. You have, um, you've done a TEDx talk in not just a TEDx, but in Japan, no less, which I thought was such a powerful talk. I had watched it several months ago. Um, And you also are president of the Shinka Group. But the other thing that you um, you also work on, I think is one of your your real your passions, is your co-founder of the, um, the KIF Global, which is, I hope I don't butcher this, Koya Mata International Foundation. So yes. um, tell us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about that foundation.
1: Thank you, Stephanie. You're pronouncing it perfect, (laughs) (laughs)
0: because it's a really difficult name. Um,
1: Yeah, it's our Japanese last name, you know. So we started in 2008, just my husband and I and one of my very close friends here in Los Angeles. And we started actually helping the homeless on Skid Row, uh, providing food and clothing uh, to them and helping them. And with the years in 2012, the tsunami happened in Japan. And um, we, com- we were contacted by many organizations that they wanted to send relief funds to Japan because my husband is Japanese and we spent four months out of the year in Japan. So that's how we kind of shifted focus a little bit towards the humanitarian efforts in disaster uh, relief. And from there, it just grew tremendously. You know, we grew from two volunteers to almost 200 volunteers and from one office so, 10 offices at that time in Japan in different cities. And now we have in five continents, including Colombia, Brazil, Africa, United States, and Russia. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's really amazing.
0: What people don't know is you're originally from Colombia. And so, and then you've married somebody from Japan. And then you're, you're in, in your husband is Shin Koyamata. I hope I said that one right as well. <laughs> uh, yes. And and then but you and then you both live in Los Angeles. So you have a very diverse background. I think that makes you so well versed to be such a large humanitarian, something that is so worldly. It's not even just in a city or in a state or in a country. You're it's a it's a worldly what you're, the, the work you guys do.
1: Yes, we have a really multicultural family as we come from two completely different cultures. (laughs) And, um, you know, we we are very lucky because most of my family lives in Colombia. So I still have, you know, a home there when I go back uh, my childhood. Uh, bedroom is still intact the same way that it was when I left 20 years ago, Colombia. And when we go to Japan, it's the same thing. You know, we have our family there, my mother and father-in-law. And um, we have uh, grandparents and uncles and cousins. So we're very lucky that we are able to have a multicultural experience uh, because we speak uh, Spanish when we go to Colombia. I know a little bit of Japanese and when I go to Japan I learn and study Japanese and I speak in Japanese with my family there and then here in LA in English. So it's truly we're very blessed you know, to have such a multicultural family because we can reach more people since we can travel to these places as well.
0: I love so, that. I mean, I yeah. worldly, it's worldly experience that not a lot of people have. Um, so I, I just think one of the things you really work on is empowering, you know, global women and youth. And, you know, just for WIC SoCal, one of the things we want to do is really empower women as well. Now, one of the big things going on right now is, and I don't want to say a big thing going on right now, but something that is definitely in our zeitgeist to change and, you know, better our, you know, everybody, we need to step up and we can do better is more diversity. So what is something that you're seeing right now in regards to diversity now, maybe in the media because we're a media organization, but just overall as someone who's so with a diverse background?
1: Yeah, you know, times have changed tremendously since I arrived to United States, because I arrived in 1998. And at that time, there were not many Latinas in the entertainment industry. I lived in Alabama, so I was actually, I went to school there, and I was, there was only two Latina models and TV commercial um Models and TV hosts at that time. Me and another lady. That was it. Like there was no competition whatsoever. So I will get a lot of jobs and it was great, but the roles were always very stereotypical. And then as I moved to Los Angeles, um, you know, I kind of saw, oh no, you know, here is so multicultural and so many people from around the world and they give opportunities to everyone. And then little by little, I start sensing, "Mm, no, there is still... Discrimination and stereotyping of the roles at that time. Uh, You know, it was usually, I had to turn down a lot of roles, you know, in my career because it was, okay, you're going to play the, you know, woman of the street because you're Latina, or you're going to play the maid, or you're going to play these things. And I was, no, because that's not what uh, my culture is portraying, you know, it's like a stereotyping that all Latinas are doing this kind of jobs when it's not true. You know, there is a lot of Latinas that are very well-educated and uh, have leadership positions. So I strive in my career to always do projects where I will portray a Latina woman in a powerful and educated manner. And in today's world with everything that's happening you know, uh, with the pandemic and the quarantine and the racism that is surfacing and the Me Too movement. I think that the most important thing is to remember that we women have to support each other and that we women, no matter where we come from, whether we are from Africa, from Japan, you know, from Latin America, Colombia, Brazil, we all connect, you know, through, through the womanhood. And, um, And I think that's the most important thing, to give each other opportunities for leading positions and leading roles in the media, especially here in Hollywood.
0: I think that's so well said, and and I agree with you, everything that you said. So, so, So you did a little bit about what you've done. So what would be your, as a Latina, what is your, like, what is a favorite show that you've had, or what character would you compare yourself to, if you have any? Do you have any?
1: yeah I love Grey's Anatomy I'm
0: watching even the reruns I love that show too
1: (laughs) yes I really love it and I love the character of Meredith Grey (laughs) you know I've watched like all the seasons and I love that show so much because she goes through so many things uh, you know in her personal life and it just shows the strength that a woman has and everything that a woman encompasses, you know, in, in a relationship, in her career, as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, as a friend, as a sister. It's just such a complex character. So American TV show, that one. And Colombian TV show, I love Celia. Okay. It's a Colombian soap opera based on the Cuban singer Celia Cruz. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's a really, really famous. She has this amazing music but she had a really hard time leaving her country from cuba you know because uh, of the communism right. Right. and she moved to new york and she became very successful and after many many years she could go back to her country i think to sing after she had to escape and that's kind of like what happened to me you know i had to leave colombia in a time that uh, at that time in the 90s it was the number 1 most violent country in the world and there was a lot of uh, victims of kidnapping and uh, violence because we were under a civil war. So you would go to the shopping mall and you wouldn't know if a bomb will explode and you will die or leave that day.
0: And you left young by yourself. Is that correct?
1: Yes. I left by myself when I was 19 years old. And I remember my dad said, you can never come back to Colombia," And I was just crying my eyes out in the airplane because I thought I can never go back home. And probably I can never see my family again, but hopefully I did, you know, 14 years after I was able to go back to Colombia and Colombia is a beautiful country now and it's it's safer than before and it has changed so much. And I will tell anybody to go visit when they got a chance because it's very beautiful now.
0: I love that. I I know my uh, mother-in-law has visited, so um, I know she really enjoyed it. Um, before I before go to the next question, I did want to go back to the Grey's Anatomy, one of the things, and Shonda Rhimes is just a genius, but one of the things, Meredith, what I noticed, and this is what I experienced, is the relationships she has, you know, she has the relationships at work, and then the home, like, they all, there's the friendships around her, that I think is what really is the great storytelling, too. And I think as women were raised as only competition and and only fight and our world is only about men. Now, Grace Knapp is all about men, too. But in that, they also develop, she develops really deep relationships, And I I love that as I've gotten older, I've become more aware of the, the, the women relationships in my life have become so much more stronger as I've gotten older. I value them much more. And I understand them a lot better. So that's one of the things I would as I get older in my career is to help other women and the relationships they build with other women, not to be scared of their their female bosses, you know, not to use, you know, what, what our old mindset is towards women in the workplace and stuff and in general. So is there like a, is there a female mentor you have or someone who's helped you or what do you look to inspire to other, you know, to younger women?
1: Yeah. So one of my very first mentors here in Los Angeles uh, is Ellen Schnitt, the former president of oh, week Yes. Yes. We were, we were friends. We've been friends for a very long time. We met, you know, before entertainment industry through family acquaintances. She knows everybody. <laughs> Yes and she helped me so much because I had just started in LA I had just gotten married and moved and she helped me how to network she taught me as a mentor the importance of developing relationships uh with other powerful women and then cultivating those relationships because you know it takes time you know to do business with um with people and it's all based on trust so it was really interesting. She always invited me to to the board. You know, I was uh, the first Latina on the board of directors um, and she and yeah, and she encouraged me to, to be part of other boards as well, because she would say, as a Latina, how would you count if you are not represented on the board? And the board are the ones that make the decisions and have the voting powers. So it was really interesting. So I completely love and adore her, and she introduced me to WIGT. And um, I just love the organization, and I love all the women that are part of this organization.
0: Oh, I love that. And I love Ellen. I'm so glad that, that she brought you in. She's one of the first that I had met at WICT as well. And she just knows everybody. And she, just want, she really does want to make everybody happy and make those connections, which are so important and, and are so important to the WICT organization connecting people, connecting women, building relationships, putting you in front of the right places uh, at the right times. And um, I think that just embodies WICT. And I'm so glad you're a part of it. Um, so what's a what's a passion project you're currently working on that you want to share with everybody right now? Well, because of the pandemic,
1: you know, a lot of the projects in, uh, through Shinka and entertainment uh, have shifted a little bit towards the digital world. So I'm working on a franchise of comic books, which I'm very excited because it's a digital comic books and um it's about superheroes and the fantasy world and it's very very exciting because i love animation and also um a, i'm accompanying with one of the passions of mine for a very long time which is digital emojis or digital stickers so for applications such as line whatsapp sticker apps and um they're animated, so they're really, really fun to make. I work with an amazing creative people, and all this can be done remotely, and we can still each person work from home and uh, through the digital stickers and comic books, uh, you know, I can still stay busy doing this. so that's so that's really passion a passion that I have I love digital stickers and comic books
0: (laughs) and and everything seems to be so digital now anyway that makes perfect sense and I have seen some of the comic book work which is just fabulous and it is it's a little bit I I hope I'm correct it's kind of manga style right is that how you describe it yeah
1: yeah so we you know we kind of strive yeah, we try to we try to strive for, um, you know, a mixture between American comic book but with the flavor of manga, you know, because I'm influenced and my husband, of course, as well from the Japanese manga. Um, but I love also, you know, American comic books. So we always try to do something that would be appealing for both markets, you know, for the Asian market and for the American and the rest of the world market. And it's really fun to work because everything is like – Fantasy, so you can make anything you want. You can create it, yeah. everything.
0: And it, and it is such a large market right now. I mean, that is like huge. My niece is reading the. Um, she's uh, 18, and she reads the. I, I got her into the Sailor Moon cartoons years ago, but as she's got older, the Sailor Moon now has manga like books. Like they're not even comic books. They're like they're comic book animation, but like it's like a book though. It's like a handout yes. and it's you know, like 500 pages or something. And she just loves reading those. So I think it is a really good market right now. And I think it's really smart because you get a lot of different people interested in it. Um, and I did notice you had said that, I think you said like, the I'm not sure. I saw something called the
1: Kalalala?
0: Kalala? Yes. <laughs> you talked a little bit about that. I thought it was super adorable.
1: Yeah, so Kolala, you know, on my spare time, I've never done it professionally. I do it more as a healing therapy for me. I paint. And so I have a a studio in my house and I paint. I I just create. I just love painting. So I did this painting named Kolala. And, you know, she's kind of like a little Japanese kokeshi doll with koala ears. It's
0: super (laughs) cute. Look it up, everybody. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, and then we decided to make it, I want. I really wanted to make it into a digital sticker for the line application because I had seen a lot of digital stickers in Japan, so I went ahead and tried it and uh, animated it, uh, you know, with my team, and then we created different ones, you know, like the meditation one, the... The drinking tea, the driving one, because I would think, well, when you're busy, you don't want to text all the time. And then you want to send something cute to let the other person that you're busy or that you're driving. Yeah, or something. So I went ahead and submitted it and it was accepted. And it has been a success. Anybody can download it on the application line. It's not koala, it's ko la So, yeah, I love her. She's so cute. Eventually, I want to develop her into uh, comic books and also into a television anime series.
0: You, you just amaze me. You do so much. You're so creative. You're so smart. You're so culturally worldwide. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but you just have so much to give this world that you share. So what is something... Like, last question, like, what is your nugget of wisdom you would want to share to the Wix women community for any venture that they're doing, whether in entertainment or, you know, either new, still in it, or maybe even leaving entertainment? What is a wisdom, your wisdom nugget that you would want to leave for somebody?
1: Well, you know, I would say... The most important thing in life, uh, you know, to, to somebody that is pursuing their dream is to believe in yourself because there would be so many obstacles and so many uh, people that may tell you, no, you can't do this. But the only one that knows if you can or you cannot do something is yourself and you cannot depend on the outer people to believe in you. You have to believe in yourself even when no one else believes. And I had many instances in my younger age where I had just to pull out my positive hat. And even though everything seemed gloomy, you would have to believe in yourself and tell yourself, I can do this because I have all the tools and I have all the blessings that I can have in my life. So Even if you fail once, don't stop. Keep trying until you achieve what you want in any aspect of your life, not only career wise, in your personal life too, because life is not just about your career. Life is a balance. You need to have a balance with your family. Uh, The most beautiful gift that you can experience in life is your love relationship you know, to find your soulmate or your twin flame and to have a beautiful marriage with the person that you love. And that will require commitment. And it will, uh, with the years, you will have obstacles as well. And you cannot just say, well, I don't believe in this anymore. And I just quit. Or, well, it's too difficult my career, then I'm going to do something else. Um, you know, so just don't quit, believe in yourself and keep trying, just try different approaches and different methods if one particular thing doesn't work and believe in yourself and don't give up until you achieve your dream and what you have been wanting to do all your life
0: i love it thank you so much nia um just want to just say your website which is koyamada.org, K-O-Y-A-M-A-D-A.org. And uh Nia where can people find you on social media?
1: Thank you Stephanie. They can find me on Instagram, Nia Light, N I A L Y T E, Facebook, Twitter, and on my website as well, nialight.com.
0: Thank you so much Nia for coming on our podcast today with Wisdom for uh, with Southern California. Thank you, everybody, who joined and listened. Please go ahead and follow our, our next episodes and listen to previous episodes if you missed any, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well, Wicked Southern California. And thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Gracias. Arigato.